Hi, and welcome to Scrolling to Death. This will be a super eye-opening conversation on the topic of phones in schools. And I'm joined today by Bill Henricks. Bill is a high school art teacher in the state of Illinois and developed a product called the Phone Locker, a simple solution to a big distraction in schools and in businesses. Uh, Thanks for joining me today, Bill. You bet. Can't wait to get started. Yeah. Tell me first how long you've been teaching. This is my 29th year teaching. I did 25 years in Missouri, and this is my fourth year now in Illinois. Incredible. So you've seen quite an evolution of phones within the classroom. (laughs) As a parent, I can only imagine what it's like to be in your position competing with dozens of teenagers who have phones. But tell me what this evolution has been like for you within the classroom. It's kind of uh, crazy because when I, you know, when I started teaching, there's obviously there was no cell phones or they were not no smartphones, I should say. There were cell phones, but just not the smartphones that are the uh, problem with social media today um, in the classroom. But I wasn't getting through as many lessons as I normally did. And I really wanted to uh, figure out what the issue was. I'm repeating myself a lot. I was uh, Mm. not getting through, you know, two or three assignments that I normally get through. I noticed a lot of the distractions with the cell phones and uh, trying to put my finger on it. I saw this thing on Facebook where somebody counted the notifications that the kids uh, had during class period. So I decided to do that on my own. So I had a class come in. It was an hour, 25 minute class. I had uh, 17 students. And I said, hey, today we're going to turn on our cell phones. <laughs> and I made this big chart and I put all this, all the different things up there, Facebook, which was really not <laughs> any of the kids didn't, they didn't really hit Facebook that much, but right. TikTok, uh, Snapchat, all of them, mm-hmm. YouTube, other text messaging, all the things. And I said, every time that your notification goes off, I want you to put a mark on the board. It was nonstop. Wow. It, it, they, by the time we got to the end... Uh, we had in an hour and 25 minutes, 17 kids, over 1,100 notifications. It's not surprising. I think the research is each teenager is getting over 2,000 notifications a day. That makes sense because this is one class, yeah. Yeah. How are they supposed to concentrate on anything? <laughs> yeah, they really can't. Like uh, that's, that's, part of the pr- that's part of the issue with the engagement in the class is it's not that the, the kids won't put the phones away when you ask them to, mm-hmm. but when it's on their person – they're, they're very distracted by any any buzz in their purse, in their backpack, or in their pocket. Once that thing goes off, then their focus shifts somewhere else. And, and what I've learned by speaking with brain experts recently is that dopamine hit that you're getting from something addictive like a phone, it actually hits right before you do the thing. So when you get that notification and you think in your mind, ooh, I wonder what that is, that's that dopamine spike in their brain, that feel-good chemical that's hitting them. And right. that's the anticipation. They cannot not look, you know, and removing that distraction is really important. In educational situation and in many situations, did your school implement any policies around phones at any point? They really, they try. They try to say no cell phones. They try to say keep them in your backpack. Um, all, all the teachers were doing their own different things. So, there was no consistency. So the, you know, the students were going from one class where, you know, the teachers really didn't care that much. They go to another class where the teachers are taking their phones, going to another class where they just like put them on your desk. It was, every class was something different. But uh, if the, if their phone was with, within arm's reach of them, it, it didn't really matter because, you know, they were going to be distracted uh, d- during that class period anyway. A lot of the things that we tried really didn't work. And then, you know, a lot of schools are trying to do this, well, we're going to you know, ban cell phones. We, 
that's impossible. You're not going to ban cell phones. It's a big tug of war with parents. Okay. Cell phones are cell phones are not going to go away. So yeah, it's 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 pretty difficult situation. So you think the phone ban's not a possible solution, not a good solution. Any any school who says we're banning the cell phones and then it's working, in my opinion, they're lying to themselves. I've been in hundreds of schools, walked down hallways, even with administrators that says, hey, we don't have an issue with cell phones. You know, I actually, uh, just a couple months ago, asked the administrator when I was there, he wanted to take a walk down the hallway. Mm-hmm. He was kind of surprised because I guess he was looking for, you know, what we were looking for. Walked down, there wasn't a single class where there wasn't uh, at least five students in every class, not just on a cell phone, but above their desk on their cell phones. Wow. Because it could be for the teacher. What's the teacher's reason for not calling them out in class if they have their cell phone out? I, I think the biggest part there is uh, it, there's it's it's so much and... When it's overwhelming how many students have their cell phones out, mm-hmm. eventually the uh, consequences aren't there. And, you know, when things aren't happening to the students that have their cell phones out, teachers just, they just stop giving discipline to students with cell phones. They just, it's a, they don't want to fight the battle. They don't want the, con- they don't want the confrontation with the student either. Right. Okay. I mean, there's stats out that nearly 80% of schools in the U.S. have cell phone bans in the schools. So you think, you know, potentially that's something that they put in place, but it's not being enforced or successfully enforced. Correct. Kids are still going to bring their cell phones with them. If if they're going to have a ban, um, the cell phones are still going to be on the students. And then eventually it's just, it it kind of works its way right back to where we're just not going to deal with it anymore. Like I said, the the parents don't want the ban. They want a compromise of some kind. Yeah. They want, but they want their, they want their kids to have cell phones at the same time. They don't want their kids to have, uh, access to the cell phones during instructional time. But you hear a lot of teachers saying, well, the kids are talking to the parents all day on the cell phones. The parents are the ones calling them and texting them all day. Um, I'm guilty of it. I yeah. took, I had a I had a high school daughter. I I uh, sent a text that I thought you know she's a straight A student when she was in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, thought she would just answer me after school. I got an answer within like thirty seconds. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there we are. You know, it's I you know kind of attributed to the the whole problem there. But yeah. that's that's the that that's it. I mean, the, even your best kids are still going to be distracted by their cell phones. Absolutely. So let's talk through some of these objections since we're on that. And then let's talk maybe some solutions too. I posted on Instagram about this phone ban. Uh, So I reported an article from the Wall Street Journal that the Orange County School District banned phones in their 200 something schools. And they are seeing per their reporting in the last couple of months of implementing the phone ban, a decrease in bullying and an increase in student engagement. So simply reported that article. And this post has gotten 2.2 million views, almost 10,000 comments. So I took some time, went through the comments, most of them, a lot of them. And I would say most are really favorable to phone bans, teachers and parents alike. But there's a very loud minority of parents and some teachers too, but parents that are saying, well, let's get this one out of the way. What about my type one diabetic kid using their phone as a sugar monitor? Like we're assuming that there's medical exceptions here, correct? Absolutely. Okay. I just want to get that out of the way. A lot of people are commenting that. So I just want to make sure that that we're clear on that. There's a ton of objections around emergency situations. So parents are saying things like, how are students supposed to get help during a school shooting? Or parents are saying, I I'm not 100% okay with this. I want to know if my kid is immediately okay and his exact location. 
lots of school shooting comments. So what, what just are your thoughts around that? I, I probably have a, a different angle on that. Um, yeah. A couple different things. One, I, as a parent, I'd want to get a hold of my, my child too, in a situation like that. Yeah. Also at the same time, because of the training that we get with, uh, you know, school shootings, um, students having their cell phones really isn't at, it isn't the best thing to happen during this situation. We've seen in school shooting situations where students are Snapchatting that what's going on, they're wanting to get video because in their head, I got you know I got to go viral, right? So mm. they focus on the wrong thing, and safety is not like their number one concern there. For the parents, it is. For a lot of the students, yeah, they're you know probably going to be freaking out here, you know, or whatever. But if they feel safe in their classroom, now their thought is, let me see how much how much of this I can record, and then you know at the same time, if you have a you know class of twenty five students and everybody's on their cell phone, it's it's not quiet. You're supposed to be quiet, turn the lights off, you know, barricade the doors, do everything you can to keep your classroom safe, and. Um, in a situation like that, it's kind of uh, it's kind of a, a two way street, really. You have you know one is an instance where you don't want your students on the phone, but at, at some point you want the student to have a phone, right? When it's safe, when right. we're all good and it's safe to contact parents, and that's just an interesting perspective that they are going to look at it like, "Ooh, I'm going to get a lot of attention and likes and you know engagement from." this through my social media platform. There is a bit of a blurred line between like real life violence and entertainment violence for these kids these days. And so they may not see the seriousness of the situation in during the situation and put themselves in more danger by trying to capture something or get involved in that way. So a lot of people are pointing to the parents as a reason why these things are not successful. The phone bans are not successful. So a teacher will, would share something like, uh, our local school district adopted a phone ban and parents went nuts. Parents demanded that their kid be able to use their cell phone at school. Quote, can you guess who's the biggest problem in education? Parents. <laughs> what, what do you think about that? <laughs> I, well, I mean, parents, I mean, they have concern for, you know, for the safety they also, you know, students have a lot of stuff going on even after school. So they yeah. immediately want their, you know, they have sporting events, they have clubs and, you know, they have to get rides and they, you know, having a cell phone these days, I know, you know, back when I first started teaching, we didn't have cell phones and we made it just fine. But all, people also have to understand that right now there are cell phones. There's, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. We're not going to be able to get away from it. So we need to figure, we need to figure out that uh, compromise where we can have cell phones and still get an education. Yeah. You know, a lot of parents are sharing like that phone is my property. Um, you won't take it from my kid or is that even legal to take it from my kid? Do you have any perspective on that? Um, I, that's a, that's a big, a big thing too. A lot, some teachers don't want to take the, the cell phones because you're talking about 12 to $1,500 cell phone mm -hmm. where something could happen to it. Mm -hmm. And now the teacher's reliable for it and they would be. Yeah. Um, I mean, th there's a lot of things that can happen. You could have a, a student say, well, this isn't how I gave you my cell phone. Why is it cracked? And no, sure. there's a lot of different things that can happen that you're going to deal with in a, in a school setting. The person that's controlling the cell phone should be the student. Okay, great. So on the teacher's side, I'm getting objections like, why is it my job or why is it the school's job to teach the kids regulation of their cell phone when that should be the parent's job? What do you feel about that? Well, I feel like as a teacher, um, that's part of our job. Okay, we're not just teaching the class that we're teaching. Mm -hmm. We're also teaching the students soft skills that need that need they need to learn in life. They also need to learn 
that there are situations that they don't necessarily have to have their cell phones. Mm -hmm. Also, they're not used to being away from their cell phones. And I think a lot of students, when they do get away from their cell cell phones, realize, you know, they get to relax a minute. Mm -hmm. There's not always a thousand things going on. They can, they can unplug for an hour and still be okay. Yeah. And then get, and then they'll have their cell phone when they have their cell phone. But I don't, a lot of students are just not used to that. They go to bed, put their cell phone down, they wake up picking their cell phone up. It's just, a, it's like a third arm. Yeah. You know, and they've grown too. up with cell phones. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, there's something to be said for if you put your phone away for an hour, two hours, that's exciting to have. Maybe you have now 20 notifications rather than one every minute that you're checking it. So some delayed gratification lesson is good as well. Right. You saw phone bans not being effective. The kids are going to find a way around it. The teachers are not going to enforce it across the board or consistently. So what solution, if any, have you been able to implement around this issue? In my class, when I realized there was a lot of uh, cell phone use, I literally took clear buckets, um, put a uh, piece of wood across the top with a cutout hole in it, linoleum underneath, like stapled underneath where the kids could push their cell phones through. To, and I ratchet strapped them to my tables. <laughs> and so the kids, the kids could push them in, but they couldn't take them out. And I, you know, I was like, they're right there in front of them. So they know they weren't going anywhere and they were safe. Mm-hmm. And yes, it was a big hassle at the end of the hour. Cause it, you know, it took five, 10 minutes to get all the tables unstrapped, but it was worth it to me to get the phones out of their hands. When I realized that they were getting work done. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not distracted by their cell phones. We were getting work done. I, wor- I wasn't repeating myself anymore. I was getting to the point where at the end of the semester, I was like, wow, I've, I mean, I'm, I'm able to get through what I used to get through before there were cell phones. Wow. And that's kind of where my aha moment was to, I, I was like, there's gotta be something that can be done to get cell phones out of the students' hands during instructional time, because the amount of engagement that is missing due to cell phones, um, is astronomical. That wasn't, you know, the long-term solution for you because that was time consuming and, you know, we evolved. So where did it go from there? So I decided to put my brain to work and try to come up with a, with a solution for all schools. I wanted to come up with a product that students could use that. Um, but I wanted to make sure that it was a product for students, for parents, administrators, and for teachers. I wanted this product to be made strictly for schools uh, based on my experience in the classroom and what I've seen, you know, across the board, many schools on uh, the, on cell phone use, mm-hmm. I developed a phone locker. My phone locker is controlled by the teacher remotely, mm. but has uh, never touched. The phones are never touched by the by the uh, teacher. the The students would put their phones in. We're remotely opened, and the students would take them out at the end of the hour. So. Um, I developed them to where it's, it's quick access in case of emergencies. If teachers needed to use uh, cell phones as a part of their um, class, they could say, hey, we're going to take them out. You got 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. We're going to put them back in. So that, you know, that gave them a time instead of just having them on their person the whole time. Yeah. Um, I made the uh, phone lockers clear in the front because uh, separa- separation anxiety is really big with, with students, believe it or not. If they can't see their cell phones, that's what they're thinking about. Mm. And my thought process was if, if I could get a, you know, have a safe place to put cell phones where students could still bring them to school, but there was a safe place to store them during instructional time. Grades have to go up and discipline has to go down. There's just no other way around it. And that's what you saw happen. 
Yes, absolutely. Okay. Is the product, the phone locker product in the kid's possession? Is it in your possession? In the, is it staying in the classroom? The uh, phone lockers are, they can either attach to the walls in the classroom okay. or on underneath the tables or, or desks. So they're in the actual classroom. Okay. So they're already open. The kids come into the classroom. First thing they do is put the cell phone in their phone locker. They have mm-hmm. their, the same one they use every day. They, when they close it, it's locked. Just a question that came to mind. Do kids get to take their phones with them when they go to the bathroom? No. Because I hear a lot of people saying they're just going to go sit in the bathroom for 20 minutes and use their phone. Yes. And that happens a lot. A lot of people, a lot of, uh, no, they do not. They, they stay in, they know they're safe. They leave. They do not have their cell phones. And okay. you're right. They, they come back much quicker when they don't have them. Okay. <laughs> they actually just go to the bathroom. <laughs> That's great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what has the student's reaction been to the, to implementing this in the classroom? So believe it or not, I talk to my kids um, all the time about it, especially at the end of the semester, and they don't hate it. Like they are almost, you know, and I'm not saying 100% of them, but I'm saying 90 some percent of the students, when they get away from their cell phone, there's a little bit of, uh, like I said, there's, there's a lot less stress involved with their everyday life when they don't have to deal with all those notifications. They don't realize that until they're separated from their phones. They're the first ones to admit, yes, Mr. Hendricks, you are correct. There's, um, I, I was more engaged. I'm getting more work done. I'm, I'm not distracted by my cell phone. As much as some of them don't want to admit it, a lot of them do, and they don't hate it. Yeah, It's like their own little locker. You know, As soon as they come into the class, they walk in the classroom, the first thing they do is walk straight over there, put them in and close it. Yeah. It's and the, and kids kids need routine. Yeah. You know, if, if they have if they have that routine, it's not that big of a deal. You know, there might be a little push in the beginning, but not but I mean at less than a week, it's just right into routine. And, and they need help regulating. Their their brain development is such that they can't make the best decision for themselves yet. They're still learning how to do that. So assisting them with when you put the distraction away, you actually will get more done. And I, I wonder if even when they go home and they're doing their homework, if they put that together that maybe if I put my phone way over there in the other room, I'll actually just get this done quicker and pay more and do a better job at it, pay more attention to what I'm trying to accomplish. Sure. We talk about that too. It, yeah. It's, it, there's soft skills. You're learning these soft, these, I mean, like when they leave high school and go to college, if they want to get mm-hmm. an education or any kind of school after high school or even a job. You you have to learn that you don't need the cell phone every second of the day to survive. Yeah. You know, you can get away from it for a second and it's actually kind of relaxing not to, you know, have your cell phone on your person all the time. Yeah. Look people in the eye and have conversation. Yes. That's incredible. I love this solution. How has it been going so far? Are uh, schools open to something like this? Yes. So when I first developed it, it was bad timing because it was in 2019 oh. when I was actually able to uh, produce to produce it. So obviously, sorry about that. Uh, COVID was the main yeah. was the main thing. Their focus was on the, you know virtual learning. So yeah, sure. now that we're back in school, this is almost this is almost the first year where we have had nothing to do with you know any kind of COVID days. So mm-hmm. now the focus has been back on cell phones. It is a huge problem in every school. I'm sure it's the same at home. I'm sure it's the same at jobs. But what we see in schools, it's it's such a big problem that we, you know, like I said, my product is a, is just a big compromise. You can bring your cell phones to school, but during instructional time, they're going to get put away. Even if the teacher needs to use the cell phones for a short period of time, that's fine. But then they get put back away. They leave the, so the, the idea is 
you're going to have the cell phones during a passing time. Mm-hmm. You're going to go back. You're going to go into your next class, and it's going to. You're going to repeat the process. You're going to put it in the phone locker, close it. Instructional right. time. So right. during passive time and lunch, the kids will have their cell phones after school. But during when you need to learn, when you're sitting in class and you need to engage in class, that distraction is gone. And I think that parents would have a harder time objecting to that while the kids are still getting access to their phone between instructional times. And so the parents can still communicate with their kids. Obviously this Mm -hmm. emergency shooting situation, the kids won't have it on their body. Um, so that's something that, you know, parents might come back with, but, but it does seem like this solution is a good compromise given your experience that these full phone bans, not seeing the phone from eight to three is not successful. Right. And, and going back to the shooting situation, too, with the way these, these phone lockers are spread out throughout the classroom, mm-hmm. the kids can the, the first thing they're, they're going to want, if, if it's something that the, uh, the school wants to do, have the kids get their phones during a situation like that. Yeah, they can we can lock the, the doors down, barricade those, you know, barricade, whatever we need to do. The phones take you know one second to get out of the, the phone locker. So it's not something that they can't get to quickly. OK, whereas. Probably, you know, one of the other uh, products on the market uh, people are using or teaching that are, are these bags that yes. kids are putting their cell phones in, which uh, it was not created. For, it was not developed for schools. It was developed for going to concerts and yep. comedy shows. So that makes sense. That's a perfect product for that. But in a school situation, they're going home with the bags and you're asking the kids to put their phones in their bags and bring them to school. Well, the kids they're not put, they're not they're yeah. not going to put them in the bags. No. And the ones that do now they can't get to their phones anyway. Okay, they're trapped in the bags. That product, while works real well for what it was developed for, doesn't work real well in a classroom. And that and that's something that I had focused on as well when I was uh, coming up with this product. I really wanted something that would work well in schools. It's great that you um, improved upon that model because that was my initial thought is oh, it must be one of those bags when I first saw your product and I just went to Chris Rock recently and had my phone. That was the first time I experienced one of those bags. And while that was a great experience for me and I've and people are commenting about that on my post that there's products like this and mm-hmm. it's refreshing to just be able to only watch something, you know, and so that's a nice solution in that situation but in the classroom, I can see that you've improved upon that that model for sure. Through this conversation, I really hope that parents and educators can sort of come together a bit more and have a better understanding of what each other are dealing with instead of pointing fingers, you know, team together on this issue. Because what we're all trying to do is help our kids regulate their phone use and get the most out of their time at school. I really think that the best solution is to compromise. I really think that just cutting it off one way or the other is just not a compromise, and it's just a big battle that I don't think that schools need to to face. I think we need to accept the fact that there's cell phones. We need to accept the fact that students are going to carry them, and and that's the whole reason why I came up with this product. I wanted to make sh- I wanted something to that the kids can still have their cell phones. But at the same time, when they come to school, they can still get an education mm-hmm. and get away from their cell phones during instructional time. There's no reason that a student can't come to school with a cell phone and and still get an education. I just think there's there's got to be a solution out there for that. And that's, you know, I, I feel like the uh, the phone locker that I came up with, 
I mean, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a sales guy. I'm not, you know, I was never really a business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, I just took my experience in the classroom and, and focused on what would work in a classroom that would be okay with the student, the parent, the administrator, and the teacher. I mean, you're doing a great job on the sales end <laughs> because it's um, <laughs> coming from your experience and it's a solution that makes sense given your experience in the classroom. And I think that it's something that school districts everywhere should consider. Um, I know the trend right now is the phone bans, but I also am seeing so much of the pushback. Parents saying, you know, that phone ban's not working at all. I contact my kid all day. My kid texts me all day long. And teachers saying, this is too much for me to handle. I can't be managing the kid's cell phone use while trying to instruct them. I just really, really appreciate your perspective. We know that teenagers are more depressed than ever, more suicidal than ever, and phones are Mm -hmm. playing a huge role in that. So we really need to come together as trusted adults, both educators and parents, and support the kids' mental health and their development. And that's where the priorities Mm -hmm. should be. You know, there's no perfect scenario or solution, but if we're all supportive and open in these conversations and ideating around solutions like the phone locker, I, I think we're heading in the right direction. I really appreciate the, the opportunity to you know share with what I have. I really hope that uh, parents and, uh, and uh, administrators and school associates and everybody are accepting the fact that we don't have to just get rid of cell phones, that, that we can you know, work together and compromise students to get an education and still be able to go to school with their cell phones. Because yeah. like I said, they're not going anywhere. So why not work with them? Yeah, it sounds like a more realistic solution. Right. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Scrolling to Death. As always, we'll continue to dive deeper into conversations like this and support the healthy development of our kids. So we'll catch you next time. Bill, thank you again. Thank you so much, Nikki. 